It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, Wheels Winnaker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling all right. How, how's it rolling by you? Uh, it's rolling pretty well. I rolled down to Washington, D.C. yesterday for, I think they're calling it the, the largest gathering of American Jews ever. And so uh, that was certainly... Another time, uh, you know, there's a famous, like, my mom is always trying to meet you and can never meet you. It would have been mm-hmm. funny if you met yesterday with 300,000 people. No, it was impossible to um, to see anybody that you were looking for there. Like it was body to body. And so they actually they covered the ellipse. Um, you know, so there was a rally um, for American Jews uh, in support of Israel and against uh, anti-Semitism um, on the National Mall. And they covered up the ellipse, like, you know, the big body of water in the middle of that with like these plastic spaces. You could stand on that also. And so, yeah, it was body to body. You couldn't move at all. The biggest issue was I took my kids, my three older kids. Um, because I, I thought it was really important, even if they might not enjoy the experience itself, the, to have that as an experience that, that they went to in their lives and they can say they went to for the rest of their lives, I thought was important. Um, there's been three mass gatherings of, of Jews under similar circumstances in American history. The first was in 1987, um, uh, demanding that the refuseniks, the, uh, the Jews being held captive in the Soviet union be released, which, um, had 250,000 attendants. Uh, my parents went, um, my, my infant brother, Sammy went cause he was nursing. I was three. I stayed home. Uh, then there was another one in 2002 during the peak of the second intifada after, uh, you know, the killing of, uh, of over 500 Jews in Israel. Um, and I was actually, you and I were in Israel at the time. So certainly I was not in Washington. So this happens, I guess, once every 20 years or so. Um, and again, I, I wanted my kids to, to, to say that they were there, to know that they were there to experience, you know, the sight of, of all different kinds of people from all different, um, backgrounds, religiously, uh, different, I mean, Jews for the most part, but I mean, although there were not Jews there as well, um, just to uh, to see sort of Jewish unity, I thought was very special. Um, but it was tough with my kids, honestly, uh, you know, because they were packed like sardines, um, surrounded by thousands of people for many hours of speeches they didn't really understand. But um, on balance, I was happy I went. I do have a question for you, though. Um, yeah. You're probably the wrong one to ask because you're not a driver. But when, when when you go on a road trip, there's sort of or at least when I do, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty aggressive, fast driver in general. Yeah. But there's sort of like road trip driving is different than regular driving. Like, again, I'm not going to deny I'm like a pretty aggressive driver in general, but when I'm driving around like, you know, the, the New York tri-state area on a day-to-day basis, I'm never, you know, even if the road's if the road's wide open, I'm not going over 80 miles an hour, right? Um, You know, down the FDR drive or whatever, even if it's empty. Whereas on a road trip, when you're sort of in between cities, 
you go, or, or, or I go, I should say, as fast as basically the emptiness of the road will permit. And my specific question is, on your return home from a road trip, there, re- mm-hmm. there becomes a point, like, when, when do you transition from road trip to now I'm just driving where I drive all the time? You know what I mean? So obviously, when you're off the highway in your neighborhood, that's obviously the latter. Is it when you, is it when you're on familiar road? Well, I mean, I-95 is familiar. I mean, I've driven between New York and and, and Boston and D.C. many times. So Like it's things all... that you drive in, I'm saying, on a regular basis. Well, so that's really my question, because basically, like, when I drive past Newark Airport and I'm going, you know, very, very fast, I sort of think, well, well I would never drive this fast on this road when I'm on it, you know, every week. So is it weird that I'm going this fast now? So I'm sort of wondering, like, when do you officially transition back from, like, uh, all right, this isn't a, I mean, this isn't a road trip anymore. This is uh, this is normal driving. Uh, and maybe it's only an answer for highly uh, irresponsible drivers like me. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I, you're the wrong one to ask because you don't drive. But I was thinking about this last night. Um, I was like, I'm probably going too fast considering the fact that like, you know, I drive on this road every day and I would never go this fast. Uh, but you're trying to make good time, right? You got to beat your time. So um, yeah, that's it. I'm back. Um, I'm back in uh, back in the uh, the New Jersey slash New York area. And uh, I mean, my team just... They, they they haven't lost in so long. The Vikings have won five in a row. The Timberwolves won seven in a row. Every week I say I'm like the highest point as a fan, and mm-hmm. every week that becomes more true. Um, Yeah, it must be nice because we <laughs> thought our teams were in the same boat, and your team keeps winning without their quarterback, and my team, um, you know, keeps blinding the eyes of uh, American viewers. I mean, you got two weeks in a row where they couldn't move the ball. They lose close games. I guess the good news is you like the nation does not have to watch the Jets this week. Uh, I'm mean, there in the they're, they're in Buffalo. That actually might be the na- the national game, to be honest. I'm not sure if it's that game or our Bucks Niners. Um, I did see something funny, though. Uh, you know how you could flex a couple Monday night games now? Yeah. Right. So basically right now uh, for week um, uh, the week of December 10th, which is like a week, I think, 14. Could be off by one. Yes, that's um, 14. The Giants Packers is a Monday night, and, and that is a really bad game. No, so there's okay. two Monday nighters that week because they also have Titans Dolphins. Right, right. Now, here's the issue. Yeah. You Which can't really have that as game. the Monday night game, right? Well, it, honestly, neither one of those is good because the Titans aren't very good either. So but at least if you Dolphins. want, so, but you can't move the Giants game to Sunday mm-hmm. unless. You move Jets Texans to Monday night because it's in the mm. same stadium. So one of those has to be a easy swap. Game. You're saying, and the Jets Texans right now is probably a better game. The Texans are probably a team that the America would yeah. want to see. The Jets are terrible. As much as people don't want to see the Jets, they'd rather see yeah. the Jets than uh, Tom the Texans are more interesting than than nobody I wants to peep on. Tommy. I still think probably Giants Packers just from a TV perspective is probably a better game than Jets Texans. Yeah, uh, Packers have a lot of fans. So yeah, but uh, it would be funny if we got an extra Jet game. And next week you're going to get the Jets on Black Friday, so um, a lot of you know, Jets, a lot of Jets. Yeah, uh, is it crazy that Thanksgiving's already upon us? It is crazy. It does feel like it's a week or two too soon. Um, yeah, I am. I am very excited for Thanksgiving. Now it is um, an, a relatively early Thanksgiving, I think, by yeah. a day or two. Yeah, for whatever honestly, for. not to be corny, but I do feel like pretty strongly about Thanksgiving this year. You know what I mean? Like. You look at um, forgetting about the war, even, you know, people are so worried about anti-Semitism and, um, you know, you saw like all these images yesterday of of like morning uh, Jewish prayer services, like uh, in front of the White House and like how many uh, centuries you never would have been able to do that, like, you know, in Russia or in, in Europe or in so many other places. 
uh basically almost everywhere we've lived like you couldn't have just done that uh in front of like the king's house or the president's house or whatever yeah um so you know feel a little like uh grateful to be extra grateful to be american this year i feel like yeah no that was uh you know certainly one of the feelings i had yesterday um you know hearing from uh the administration hearing from the leadership of both parties of the house and the senate um, you know, might not might not be the biggest fan of, of the Speaker of the House, but, uh, you know, I think it's entirely appropriate for him to be there. Uh, there was another speaker who probably shouldn't have been there, but uh, that's a separate story. Um, but let, let's talk football. And, you know, every year in the preseason, we do our, our coach rankings, our quarterback rankings. And then, you know, halfway through the season, we like to come and take another look at those. So I thought, uh, or you actually gave me the idea. Uh, why don't we uh, drop uh, Chester's midseason quarterback rankings? Yeah. So this is not based on just CQBR. These are all your no, quarterback. Yeah. Rankings, this is not right? just the stats. This is this is uh, the 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 feel, the vibes as well. Okay. Um, and and I guess and now you never you didn't guess the lines this week. Is that right? I I never did. I I, I yeah. saw them before. I I uh, yeah. I, I assume by by Wednesday it's uh, too late for you to have somehow avoided those lines. Um, I had a great week this week, so I would have beaten you. So good, good avoidance by you. I was ten mm-hmm. points off cumulatively across all fourteen games. I beat our our friends uh, Bill and Sal as well. Um, but I, I guess maybe we'll we'll pick the winners and the losers of these games as we talk about their quarterbacks. And we will start with uh, number thirty. And we're only ranking the thirty-two starting quarterbacks as of this moment, right? And so um, we'll start at the very bottom with number thirty-two. I don't think there's a lot of drama here. How is the peep and Tommy? Uh, Tommy DeVito, uh, you know, it, it is whether it's the Giants or the Jets or the Browns or all these teams who had various levels of of competitiveness uh, in mind this year to uh, who lost their starting quarterbacks and are now flailing about to see what Josh Dobbs is doing in Minnesota has to be just so frustrating, right? Yeah, I do think that there is like a competency level, like even, you know, the PJ Walker sucks. Um, but like uh, you see guys like Heineke, um, Danny Dalton, like, oh, they're better. You know, they're probably better than the bottom couple quarterbacks. And as bad as Tommy DeVito is, and listen, he's in over his head. He should not be playing quarterback in the NFL. He has thrown three touchdown passes, which is only two less than my team's quarterback, who's played the whole season minus yeah. one. Oh, I I started Tommy DeVito fantasy last week. He's a great garbage time fantasy guy. <laughs> um, uh, let's not, let's not, great. Let's say good. Yeah, but... um. Uh, yeah, no, he listen, he's as bad of like uh, a quarterback as I could remember other than like Nathan Peterman. Yeah, I mean, it, it is that level. Uh, but the, the difference is like this is just a lack of any other option. The starting quarterback got injured. The backup quarterback and got the injured. third string. Your third string should suck. Honestly, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And well, I guess we'll talk more about um, uh, Dobbs when we get to him. Um, and, and we'll talk about the Giants game when we get to the other quarterbacks since uh, since he's such a barely relevant part. Um, of our quarterback rankings, uh, number 32, number 31 is a, a newly minted starting quarterback, Dorian Thompson Robinson, the Deshaun Watson uh, trade for um, sort of ethical reasons. We were disgusted with it and against it from the very beginning, but on field, it, it could not possibly have gotten worse uh, both last year and this year. And this is a team who, you know, really with their, their defense is by far the best in the league so far this year. And looks mm-hmm. like they have an opportunity to compete or have been competing all season, even though Watson has been nowhere near what he's supposed to be. But now knowing they have to ride with DTR the rest of the season can't be a great feeling for the Browns. Uh, this is yeah. a team that had Josh Dobbs in the beginning of the season and gave him away. By the way, frustrating for the Ravens because they, you know, DTR played against them last time through three interceptions was was really ineffective. The Ravens won 28-3 and now the Ravens 
uh, bad luck got to play the Browns uh, last week and and lose a close game and and uh, everyone else who gets to Cleveland the rest of the way gets a, a much easier team. I will let me zig when other people are zagging about Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson was bad, but he he was not uh you know uh bottom couple quarterbacks in the league bad for sure. Yeah, I but he but but he, I mean I'm looking like statistically I have him of the 32 starting quarterbacks I have him 27th by Chester mm-hmm. stats. No, he was bad, quite bad, and. Okay, but let let me. Although part of that is volume. On a per play basis, he's better than you know Gardner Minshew or whatever. He just hasn't played as many snaps. Uh, Let me play devil's advocate. Yes, his his contract is insanely too high. Yeah, but next the next three years, he's it's really a three year contract after this year. He's twenty nine, thirty, and thirty one, which are prime years for a quarterback. He's he will have been in the system for a, a decent amount of time at this point. I think there is reason to believe he can become an average NFL quarterback again. Will he become what he once was? I don't think not, so, but I... They're not paying to be an average NFL quarterback. That's I understand, crazy. but I think it's reasonable he could be like the 15th best quarterback in the league. In For sure. Game. I think he probably already was that, even if the stats didn't necessarily back that up. But All that's, right, so... What do you mean, so? That's a huge... They gave, like... If you what, have the best defense for, and you have Deshaun Watson as an average okay, quarterback, gave this up, team could be... So Yeah, of course they gave let's, up too let's, much, let's, let's make cost. this about me for a second. The Rudy trade. The Rudy trade, and you can mm-hmm. still say they gave up too much. It's not that he's... It's not that Put he's an average player right now, right? He's mm-hmm. he's right now the best defensive player on the best defensive team in the in the league. Right. That's the return you need to get when you give up that many draft picks and pay that much money. Right? And and number mm-hmm. 1 isn't realistic, but you have to have him at worst in sort of that that tier 2 with like the Kirk Cousinses and the Dak Prescotts of the world. Mm-hmm. Um and and he's not that and he hasn't been that now since 2020 and so by 2024 if he gets to that next year it'll be four years removed from his last time being even an average NFL quarterback if not better so mm-hmm. you know I, I don't know how you say that this trade wasn't a, a historic disaster for the Browns not just morally or ethically but you know on the field as well in terms of I'm just saying it's it, like the, the Browns are not in as bad a situation as a few other teams right now I mean yes they'd rather have a healthy Deshaun Watson next year than DTR or Zach Wilson or or Tommy DeVito or any of those guys or Mac Jones I agreed um but yeah but it, I, I it's hard for me to I, I don't know if that's really a defense of Deshaun Watson that you think it is no I'm not really defending him I'm I'm just saying like uh you know who knows um okay. all right who's Great who's 30 <laughs> uh you know who 30 is it's your boy Zach Wilson Okay, it is weird because the Jets offense has been sort of historically punchless uh, on third downs and in the red zone. Um, But Wilson, other than the one turnover last week, really hasn't turned the ball over in two months. And then you look and they're on their third string linemen in a lot of different positions or worse. And they really only have one guy who should be playing receiver in the NFL. And they two of the three running backs who are getting playing time are abhorrently bad and the tight ends are terrible and one is like i think betting against the team and sabotaging not really but but ozama's been so bad and it's like all right is it all wilson's fault you know wilson did lose them the game with that interception but he made some nice throws last week i don't know i i think it might be more the play calling than on wilson like the sort of talent level plus play calling he's very bad i'm not saying he's good yeah but and and, and to your point, yeah, the Jets, other than the Giants, no one's had worse pass protection for the offensive line this year. Yeah. I, so I, that's not I, helpful. He is he is both bad and much better than he was, the, the you know, his first two seasons. Hmm. So that's a, a ringing endorsement for Zach Wilson from Akiva. <laughs> I mean, he made some Sean nice Watson. throws. 
they so you want um, you want him higher than the next couple of guys on this list no i'm not saying that well who's okay. next well at 29 i have taylor heineke yo i think heineke is better i think jets fans would prefer heineke right yeah now. now i'm not sure if heineke is better than desmond ritter but you know the, I, I'm, I'm not at all a taylor heineke fan if so. i was a falcons fan i would want Heine- they have a buy this week and heineke is probably 50 50 to be healthy to play the next week or something but i probably prefer uh heineke if he was healthy I think there's more upside there. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't think there's more upside with Heineke for sure. No, Ritter but, has no upside. Ritter sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the team that I said should have signed Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet this summer, and I didn't mm-hmm. understand why they didn't. Um. All right. Let's keep going. Number twenty-eight. I have Aiden O'Connell, the new AOC. Uh, I think I probably have him behind. I don't know enough about him to say he's he's worse than. Wilson, but I probably Heineke definitely has more of a body of work. He was really very bad against the Jets, I thought. Uh, I guess like he's better than Tommy DeVito. Like he didn't turn the ball over, but uh, no, I, O'Connell is 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 I don't think an NFL backup. Um, well, then why are they playing him over Garoppolo? I, I really don't know. I, I they I, they must hate Garoppolo. He's not better than Garoppolo, right? Because I mean they are they are five and five. They're in a position to. Um... To I don't know that AFC five and five is like yeah. nothing, right? They're like eleventh. Yeah, no, I they're not making the playoffs. Obviously. I mean, ten and seven team is going to miss the playoffs for sure in the AFC. Yeah, um, you know he he wasn't he wasn't uh, great versus the Jets, but the Jets also have have made Josh Allen and lots of other much better quarterbacks look uh, not good this year. Yeah. Um, and you know he 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 did more than enough to beat the Jets and the Giants, which is again very faint praise against two of the worst teams in the football, um, mm-hmm. uh, offensively anyway. So you don't need to do that much to match up with them. But um, yeah, so I have I have Aiden O'Connell there, and then at twenty seven, I have Mac Jones, which is funny. I had him twenty eight in the preseason, so he's actually moved up one spot. But but that's sort of just because a bunch of guys above him got injured, um, and we don't even know post by if it'll be him or Bailey Zappi starting for the Patriots. I, I suspect they'll go with Zappy. I mean, they clearly don't think that much of Zappy, right? They did cut him at one point. Um, yeah. But I, I think they deep down know that he's better than Zappy. You know, Jones played pretty well uh, on opening day uh, in that close game against the Eagles and was like, okay, against Miami. And then since then, I think the only good game he had was the Buffalo game. He's really been very bad the rest of the way. Uh, they couldn't move the ball in Germany last week. Uh, he is he is a backup quarterback. Mac Jones is a backup quarterback. That's all he is. Yeah, but th- I mean that's true about everybody we've said so far, basically. Mm-hmm. No, well, a couple guys are not. Like not, yeah, shouldn't I, even yeah. be a third string. But yeah, yeah <laughs> I hear what you're saying. <laughs> all right, um, all right. Let, let, let's uh, keep powering through. Let's try and find some uh, some starter quarterback caliber guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, number twenty six, I have Will Levis. Uh, we've seen more upside from him than from the other guys we said so far. Even though obviously he's still very flawed, and you know. Probably not um, a, a, a top, you know, 20, not a starter ca- caliber quarterback yet. But mm-hmm. I, I think that you can say that some teams made a mistake on passing on him. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. It looks like that so far. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other love mistakes? I, he's got a he's got a rocket for an arm. I do think he's not going to like I, I don't think Levis is going to be ever be the 16th best quarterback in the NFL. But I do think he's. Totally fine. Oh, okay. And now part of it, of making their decision easy is the fact that Ryan Tannehill could not be more cooked than he is at this point. Um, I think he could be the better than the 16th best quarterback in the NFL. I think he's he's certainly No, showed. I don't think he's going to be accurate enough. Yeah, I mean, people said that about Josh Allen. Yeah, uh, yeah, we were wrong about Josh Allen. We've never been wronger about anybody. What do you want to say? Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, number 25 is where I have Jordan Love. Um, you know, I said before the season, I sort of thought he had a, a bigger range of possible outcomes than anyone. And uh, I think we've seen the bottom of those. Look, uh, it's really only he hasn't even played a full season yet. So maybe we can't judge him. Like we can't judge these other guys. But I, I really I don't see the upside there that I I see more upside in, in Will Levis. Frankly, I think love is almost more like Zach Wilson. Um, if if Wilson had the Packers offensive line instead of the, the Jets offensive line. If Wilson had the Packers offensive uh, line. What I'm saying is the Jets? Uh, what I'm saying, the, the Packers offensive line. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking here. The, the 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 cumulative pass protection. They're ranked third behind the Bills and Vikings, yeah. which is that's 40 percent PFF grade, a 40 percent blown block percentage and 20 percent ESPN pass block win rate. You mm-hmm. can take, take that with a grain of salt. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying the Packers are necessarily the third best uh, uh, passing uh, uh, per- pass pro offensive line in the NFL. But they're certainly dramatically better than the Jets. I'm saying if you swap Zach Wilson and Jordan Love, I think you could think that Zach Wilson was better than Jordan Love right now. OK, that's, that's how bad Jordan Love has been. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't disagree. Yeah. I, I I think this is like worse than I thought, like lower, low, you know, basically, this yeah. is basically worst case scenario for love. I wouldn't say worst than worst case, but it's worst case scenario. Well, yeah, the, I mean, I have him at 25 and I have him behind the next three guys. I have him behind. Well, if you're Green Bay and you're let's say you're going to have the 13th pick in the draft or something yeah. like that, 11th, maybe if you lose a couple games at the end, like, I mean, are you looking quarterback? I'm obviously not nearly enough of a college um, expert to know this, but consider well, but just, are... just know, like, let's say you get the fourth best quarterback at number but, 11, probably. But the but people are saying that that quarterback would be number one in many years. And so I okay, would say fine. That's why I'm saying, like, I would say anyone, market? I would say at least half the league should be taking a quarterback in the first round if they have an opportunity to get one of those guys. Okay. So I would say absolutely the Packers should. Um, worst case scenario, you have an amazing asset, right? Like, yeah. you know, uh, number 24, Bryce Young. He hasn't been. So you good, have not obviously. mentioned your own quarterback yet. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> We're not talking about franchise quarterbacks yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bryce Young um, yards per uh, completion, I think, is worse than anybody on this list. And I guess worse. Uh, I guess Devito is maybe worse than him. But yeah. really, it's been it's not only has been terrible, but he's been dink and dunk terrible. Yeah, but listen, he's got he's got nothing. We talked about in the preseason that he had worse skill position guys than anyone in the league. Uh, an, an ancient Adam Thielen is who's been decent for fantasy just because he's the only option there. Well, is the only target up, he yeah. is yeah is the only target he has. Um, the offensive line is bad. They're, they invested absolutely nothing around this guy, and so and and so it's the expectations should not be too high. Um, and you know, obviously. It's hard to compare him to CJ Stroud right now, but beyond that, I think he's, you know, he was the number one pick a few months ago for a reason, and I'm not completely giving up on him. Yeah, yet. I'm not, I wouldn't write him off either, but yeah. it, it wouldn't be too, uh, 
enthused. If I yeah, certainly if you're a Panthers or a Packers fan, you hoped Bryce Young and Jordan Love were higher than I just had them. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 23 is where I have Kenny Pickett. Um, I had him 24 in the preseason. He's, you know, he he's he's a slightly better version of Mac Jones, I guess. Right. He's, he's yeah. His ceiling is to be, you know, an NFL average quarterback, probably, I guess, which certainly has value, but, but he's he's not even there yet. Um, and, and, and he has more weapons than a lot of the guys we've mentioned so far. So uh, slightly fewer excuses for him. Um, well, what, what, what's your Kenny Pickett take? And, and this is another offensive line that has not been great from a franchise that historically has been good for, you know, most of the Roethlisberger era, for yeah, example. Yeah, he, he's not uh, – Kenny Pickett has not been good. He's not accurate. He really doesn't have, uh, a, a you know, an, an, like an NFL top-level arm. I also think he is a very good backup. He's not a starting quarterback. I don't think anybody we've mentioned so far, other, I mean, Bryce Young definitely might be, but I don't think anybody else we've mentioned so far is an NFL starting quarterback. So, you know, th- this is a, a on a Gleeman in the Geek, one of my favorite, or my favorite baseball podcasts. It's sort of a thing they discuss, like, when you say not a starting quarterback, it's sort of like, and I was the analogy I was giving was an ace pitcher. He's not an ace pitcher. Like by definition, there's 32 aces, right? Or 30 aces, mm-hmm. excuse me. So by definition, there's 32 starting quarterbacks. So when you say you're saying Pickett's not a top 32 player, when you say he's not a starting, well, remember we're missing a bunch of dudes now. We're missing yeah. Watson, so if all the Rogers. So so if all the injured guys were healthy, he would not be a top. 32. No, he's top 32, but you'd have to say like the bottom six quarterbacks are usually useless. Okay, like so so you say there's, there's about 25 starting uh, caliber yeah, quarterbacks I think usually i think okay. usually there's about 25 starting yeah all right um well that's not great because uh we are in the 20s and we uh, still have yet to uh we're in the lower 20s or upper 20s whatever the uh we're number 22 oh mm-hmm. and uh, we let's pick that game since we mentioned both quarterbacks in that game pittsburgh at cleveland this week it's kenny pickett it's D- dorian thompson robinson what more could you possibly ask for in the afc north uh, i was my best bet of the week to pick the steelers before watson's injury was announced so uh uh, I love the Steelers to win this game, although I don't know what the new line is uh, with with Watson. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't. I, I think Pittsburgh has been the, um, the the team whose record is is least reflective of their of their talent in a, mm-hmm. in a positive direction. Obviously, we can get to the the Bills in the opposite direction. Um, I, I think that um, again, Deshaun Watson hasn't been good this year. He's obviously much better than TTR. I don't think that difference is enough to change my mind on this game because I don't think Pittsburgh's good. Uh, credit to their six and three. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of magic out of hats, some easy schedule benefits. Um, I have the Browns winning this game. Um, number 22 on my list is Gardner Minshew. Um, you know, he was a guy who sort of seemed like a, a Teddy Bridgewater-esque sort of, you know, the 20th best quarterback in the league back when he was in Jacksonville. But then he sucked as a backup the last couple of years in the little that we saw him in, in Philly and whatnot. And so he's been better here than he was there. But, um, you know, and I guess he's good enough to keep the Colts kind of in competition in in contention in a really bad division. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Min- Minshew is, is never. Yeah, his ceiling is like the 20th best quarterback, which is where we have him right now after a bunch of guys are injured. Um, Yeah, I thought I. I thought it would be, you know, uh, the Minshew experience would be a little more fun this year. Uh, he's fine to me. He's like. uh he he's the most boring guy in the league, and, and I mean he's not boring probably off the field, but but he he just is what he is, you know. Not a lot of upside or downside. He's twenty seven years old. Uh, this is a fair place for me, and it right sucks because Anthony Richardson was looking good. So, oh yeah, I, I mentioned three guys after the year. There's four four guys. You're right. Four yeah. four guys would be on the list right after the year. Uh, more Daniel Jones you haven't mentioned. I mean maybe not good. Guys, Aye, that's but, true. Yeah, yeah there's true. there's a lot more. Um, all right, number twenty one is where I have Justin Fields. Uh, I've always been of the position that he's a running back. He's not a quarterback. Um, but 
all the guys behind him are so bad that, that I would put him here because of the things he can do, um, even though I really don't trust him as a quarterback at all. Yeah, I would take Minshew over. I mean, I would take Fields over Minshew or Pickett. I think this is uh, let's see who comes next. I, I, I would I would take Fields over Josh Dobbs also. It's that silly. All right. So I think we really have, have 20 uh, starter, like uh, decent starters now, because as we get mm-hmm. to that point where number 20, I have Sam Howell. Howell has looked much better than we could have expected. You Leads know. the league in passing yards. Yeah. Um, and NFL, a lot of that is garbage football. time, but a lot, but mm-hmm. listen, he's, he's putting up numbers in garbage time in a way that a lot of these guys aren't right. Like if you asked me before the season, my opinion of Sam Howell versus Desmond Ritter, I would have basically said yeah. flip a coin. And now yeah. Howell has separated himself. He's in another this? one. Is Josh he, Allen has started 10 games. The same as Howell. Yeah. Allen has been sacked 13 times. Sam Howell has been sacked 47 times. Yes. By far, yes, by far the most in the NFL. Um, um, I think Zach Wilson is next at 33. Yeah, 33. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Howell's getting creamed a lot, um, which is which is not his fault. Um, and, and by the way, the offensive line, I'm looking at the grades. The grades are actually decent for them. So part of that is probably mm-hmm. he's holding on to the ball too long. He's a rookie. He's, he's waiting to look downfield to, to get those big plays. And sometimes that means he's taking sacks. Is his ceiling no higher than maybe a best and average quarterback? Sure, but... Ultimately, Washington is in a better position than all these teams behind him. Although, again, I think Washington should be drafting a quarterback in the first round next year if they can. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think if they yeah. have a chance, you pick a quarterback there. All right. But um, but they get to host the Giants this week, so that should be a nice win for uh, for the uh, commanders, right? Mm-hmm. And this line, by the way, double digits, that, that's insane. Uh, Sam Howell does not deserve a double-digit line ever, um, even, no matter how bad Tommy Tito and the Giants are. All right, number 19 is Geno Smith which is basically exactly where we had him in the preseason. Although given all the guys that have been injured, this means slightly worse. He has not been as good as he was last year for sure. Um, but the, the, the Seattle signed him to sort of a, a semi reasonable Seattle signed him to the kind of contract that I think the Vikings could consider giving Josh Dobbs, you know, two years, about 20 million. If Josh Dobbs continues to perform the way he's performed over the rest of the season, which is basically a contract of, yes, you were a very good quarterback last year after a career as a backup or worse. So we will make a short-term commitment to you, but not a long-term one, and, and prove to us that that the good year was was not the outlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I, I think Seattle has—they're obviously disappointed in Gino because he's not repeating what he did last year. But he's been he's been competent enough that, especially in a weak NFC, th- this team should go to the playoffs with, with Geno Smith. Yeah, um, and now, another team they, that should draft quarterback if they can. Yeah, I, I think they should. He'll be thirty-four next year. Um, yeah, I think at this point going forward, he's a placeholder, a good placeholder, but he's a placeholder. Yeah. All right. Number number 18, the biggest climber among veteran quarterbacks who were starters coming into the season and still are starters. And that's uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker has um, ensconced himself in sort of that that Derek Carr, uh, Geno Smith uh, category of sort of average NFL starting quarterbacks, which he wasn't that basically since his like second year in Cleveland. So uh, he deserves credit for climbing back up to that level. I don't think he has any higher level. I think this is good. This is the best you can possibly get mm-hmm. from him. But listen, he's good enough that they're. I think he could get slightly better. Listen, he's 28. Now, yeah. if you wanted to say what you just said, the line play has been really good. He really yes. uh, is under pressure less than almost any other QB in the league. Yeah. Which helps. And he's got, for a bad team, that's they have legit re- weapons. You know, they really have, they really have two good receivers. Uh, yeah, it's funny. A couple good receivers, but. I mean, all right. With a lot of the, a lot of these other teams don't. Um, it is funny. Every time. Every time you uh, have like the Bucks game on like fourth TV on Sunday ticket, Evans just makes two or three catches every Sunday. He's like, oh, like almost nobody else could do that. He's really the most underrated player in the league. Yeah, uh, he's I mean, I don't know if he's underrated, but 
you're not going to get as much attention when you have uh, Baker Mayfield throwing to you than when you have Tom Brady throwing to you. So, um, all right. Number 17 is Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr is basically where Derek Carr always is. He has not, I mean, I moved him down a little bit from where I had him in the preseason because he's been a little worse than expected. This is a team that has a ton of weapons, right? Um, in theory, uh, Olave and Michael Thomas and Elvin Kamara and, uh, you know, Taysom Hill. They have a lot of weapons. Um, they have an elite defense. I mean, their past defense, other than when they're playing a superstar like Josh Dobbs, looks really good. And, and Derek Carr has really not elevated this team's uh, level at all. And and we've and he just he makes a lot of really bad plays that a guy who's that level of veteran should not be making. Uh, yeah, he does. Although his interception percentage is the lowest beyond, uh, besides Stroud. Um, the the thing about the Saints, and we we laughed about their schedule the whole August. They've had their schedule has been just as bad as we thought it would be. They are the healthiest team in the NFL. And I and they're just five and five. Like this team should be seven and three at least. Yeah. If they're, if yeah. They're yeah. So uh, and that's an know, indictment on Derek Carr, I think. I agree. I think I, they should be light years ahead of the rest of the division. They have a bye this week. If they go into Atlanta and win, they're probably still going to win that division. I guess they also have to, you know, go to Tampa. But, uh, you know, they have the Panthers, Gi- the Panthers, Giants, Falcons. Bucks, Rams, Falcons again. I mean, the schedule is just absurd. Yeah. Then the the Cowboys have no excuse if they do not easily win that that five four matchup in the first round because the NFC South stinks. Mm-hmm. And then who's right. seventeen? But that was seventeen. All right. So do you want to take a break? And then we did half, and then do the se- second podcast with the top sixteen on the patron feed. Oh, so only the patrons get to hear the best quarterbacks, or should Josh this, or, or was this the patron? Maybe this was the patron episode. No, that's fine. Think? It's a tease. Listen, you should you should hop on the patron. We're having lots of fun in the chat. We got extra podcasts, all kinds of fun stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And- oh, we should mention also uh, the thirty two fans uh, real Survivor League. We're out. Oh, you found out. There was a joke. When would Akiva find out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got voted out. What what happened? Why do you well, screw I, this I, up? Should it have been me? I can't say because there are listeners to this who are still in the game, but uh, I, ah. I joined I joined the Ponderosa chat and I learned As a lot you know of more. You know too much now. You're I'm, I'm basically this is very funny. I was basically playing Survivor the way that like one of these like I was playing season six Survivor in season 35, basically. Um, yeah, I think that's true. I think yeah. I think you were very. Um... Uh, yeah, I think a little, a little rigid. Uh, yeah. Were you surprised though? Was it a blind side or did you know? We yeah, no, for sure it was a blind side. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I had no idea. Oh, because I had no clue. Like I, I don't even think I was. Every single week, the t- to the extent you've said anything about this league, every single week you said we're getting voted out this week, right? That is you, true. You said that starting like too. <laughs> but they just ran out of other people, I think, to vote out. It, it seemed it's. I, I was not surprised at all that we voted. I thought. I thought. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't say anything. So because uh, people might be listening, okay. we'll talk about this off air when uh, the eleven people still in this league aren't aren't uh, listening in. All right. Fine. All right. Okay. Fine. So let's go to the Patriots side and do the top sixteen quarterbacks by okay. Akio. Oh well. Who is I? Who is I you? You ain't gotta tell me what it means. Trace the outlines of your dreams. You'll always be a flower on my skin. And the pain that I am in mm, It's all the same The losing touch, the waiting game 
across that county line I promise to be there this time You were a work of art That's the hardest part Hoping like dogs in the light of the moon Holding our breath after 1.32 You asked me why I wasn't saying a word I'm naming the stars in the sky a work of art That's the hardest part To spiral out To try and fold To see a friend To see a ghost Bitter brained Always drunk Rail thin So Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.